0: Welcome! You're listening to the Every Day is a New Day show. I am your host, Kim O'Neill, and this is the show that reminds you we live in a world of infinite possibilities. You are more amazing than you know. You are never alone, and the one with the power has always been you. I speak with awesome guests who have inspiring stories and tools to support you on your journey forward. Every day is always a new day. And your days looking pretty bright. Ah, oh, welcome everybody. You're listening to the Everyday's a New Day show, and I'm your host, Kim O'Neill. And this, this is the Inspiring show about moving forward, about moving forward in life beyond those challenges, which are bound to come up, right? We all experience them, experience them at some some time in life. And about talking with guests about, you know, what was their challenge like and how did they move beyond? What did they learn? Where are they today? and you know, share tips with you on, on how to support you in, in your journey. Each of our journeys are a little different, but we can always learn from other people. So I'm really excited because as always, right? What is new? I am really excited because today is part three of my Positive Minded People book interview series. And if you've been to the BBS radio site, you may have seen that today I was going to have two guests, but we're rolling with the punches and we're actually splitting it into two shows. So we had to make a change last minute there. Um, But this is fantastic because I'm really excited to speak to today's guest. We have Michelle Paquette on the show today. And Michelle is one of nine authors in this book, Positive Minded People, Inspiring Stories of Overcoming Adversity for Living a More Positive Life. And I'm, I'm so grateful because I'm one of these nine. Um, but I love getting to talk to all my co-authors and you know hear more about their story and their journey. And what you'll notice, you know, this book just came out. So if you would like to check it out, I highly encourage you to do that because. All of our stories are are so diverse and spoken in our own voice. So each individual author's voice, but they're very inspiring. They're inspiring because we all dug really deep into some really challenging times in our life. And we share what that was like and we share what helped us move beyond it. And where the positivity in all of that, uh, you know, is today, where we are today with all of that. So again, this book actually just came out yesterday. It's on Amazon right now. And it's on Amazon for 99 cents on Amazon Kindle through. So today, as I'm recording this live, we are, let's see, what is this? November 8th. It's it's 99 cents on Amazon Kindle through tomorrow, November 9th. And I totally encourage you to check it out and pick it up. We are We are already, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to save this part. I'm going to save this part, but the book is doing really, really well. And so again, positive minded people go to amazon.com and just type that in. You will see it. It's a bright blue cover. And, um, and yeah, so I, you know, let me share with you a little bit about Michelle and then we'll talk more about the book her story and you know just all sorts of stuff whatever comes up really so so let me share with you about michelle so michelle paquette began her writing career at the tender age of 10 winning many school accolades and awards since that time her writing career has included working as a magazine editor and freelance writer covering a multitude of genres her professional roles have included script reader and screenwriter coach marketing director corporate spokesperson motivational speaker public relations guru, and media coach. And for the past decade, Michelle has worked with corporations in all areas of communications and marketing, both domestic and international, developing strategic partnerships, conducting media interviews, organizing press conferences, and attending industry events and trade shows. Michelle holds a master's degree in clinical psychology and a bachelor's degree in communications and English. She is one of the authors in our newly released book, Positive Minded People, and her chapter titled Just Knowing talks about her trials and tribulations in life, the power of positivity and the importance of knowing, I'm sorry, the importance of following your intuition. And you can find Michelle on Instagram and let's see, Instagram at Paquette, P-R-P-A-C, P-A-Q-U-E-T-T-E-P-R, and of course on Facebook as Michelle Paquette. And so with that said, let's bring on Michelle and talk to her directly. So welcome to the show, Michelle. Hi, Kim. I love
1: your energy. I'm so, so excited to be here today. The momentum the past couple of days, as you mentioned, the the release of our Kindle edition of our book beginning yesterday through tomorrow has just been you know, you have those moments in life. I mean, we're talking about positivity and it's just been really floating on the clouds the past couple days. And today is just going along with that being on the show. So thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. And and yes, so I wanted to bring you on before I announced the most exciting part of this is that we are officially... Best-selling authors. This book is a bestseller. Yes.
1: Yes, it is. We here. keep, we keep moving up. I think right before I checked, when we got on here, we were at number 14. Ah! Okay. So I wanted to have
0: like a kazoo or something to blow, <laughs> but, <laughs> but since I don't, here's my little bit of commotion, excitement, commotion. <laughs> <Not excited. laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my goodness. So, um, yeah, so that's, that is pretty exciting. And I, yeah, I I agree. It's, it's been awesome just to watch how quickly it's moved up and so grateful. We have so many wonderful people out there, influencers, thought leaders, friends, family, everyone who's really just supporting us and the book and sharing it and buying it. And, um, and I'll also add, so we've got the Again, the Kindle edition for $0.99 cents right now is available until tomorrow, the 9th. And then I believe on the 10th is when the paperback is actually going to go on sale for all those who would like to get a little discount on that. So so if you're interested more in the paperback, which I totally understand, I can't wait to get my own paperback, then um, then Friday is your day and and. Yeah. So stay tuned. Absolutely.
1: For that. You're completely correct. So that will begin the launch of the paperback version, which I know a lot of my friends and family, you know, everyone, you know, we kind of go old school, right, with books. Yeah. I mean, as much as technology has advanced things, I know for myself, I still want the book in hand and yeah. want to be able to flip through the pages. And I've had so much support, as you mentioned, as we all have, which has been truly phenomenal. And everyone has said, you know, can you sign a copy of the book? And yes. so, um, so that has been extremely amazing. And we are, we are, we are going to have the book available, the hard copy. Will be nine ninety nine, and then after the promotional period, it goes up to fourteen ninety five. So, um, yeah. So keep following us and stay tuned to find out more details about about purchasing it.
0: Now, Michelle, is this your is this your first book? It
1: is. It is my first book. I had, you know, it's funny. I um, when I was younger, as I mentioned, uh, or as you mentioned in my intro, in the intro, I wrote as a child. I mean that's more so like, you know, little elementary fairs and things like that. So this is my first, of course, legitimately published book as an author. (laughs) Um, I've done, I've done quite a bit of writing over the years, but this is my first
0: book. So it's, it's extremely exciting. Well, Michelle, I, you know, I, I try to read each author's chapter just a little before I actually do the interview with them because I want it to be fresh in my mind. And, um, you know, I really want to I just want to preserve that space and and really take it in right before our show. So I read your book a little earlier today and what I love, oh, there's a lot, of, a lot of things that I love. Um, first off, what I love about getting to do this interview with you, just the two of us is that you and I have a lot of, um, I would say the same conclusions or same like big overarching themes that came through, which um, you talk about intuition in yours and mine was also about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I really love when I read yours, I was like, Oh my gosh, I felt like I was actually reading, uh, like, like, a, like as if it was just a chapter of your own full book. It, it, you can tell that you're just a really, a really good writer and you're in that flow. And,
1: Oh, thank you. That really means a lot. I really appreciate
0: you saying that. That's very yeah. sweet. Thanks Kim. Absolutely. I mean that. And so, I mean, do you have plans for more books since you love to write? I do, actually. You know,
1: I have um, probably about three different books right now in the works uh, that I've been working on for several years. Um, This opportunity to participate in this book just happened to serendipitously come together. um, And it's just been, you know, just such a joyful experience working with all of the authors and I'm really happy that my first book, you know, was a collaborative book effort with all of the authors in this positive minded people book. But I do have plans to continue this venture as a writer. It's something that is really a passion of mine. It's something that I believe, or I hope to believe that my words will impact people because I think, you know, I think in any type of creative realm, whether you're an artist or you're a writer or you're a musician, that the objective is always to make an impact on others' lives. Or at least for me, that's what my objective is. And for me, you know, my tool is writing. And if I can, you know, affect one person's life by perhaps something I say or, you know, provide a bit more insight or knowledge, then then I'll, you know, I'll feel better at the end of the day that I've made maybe that small little minuscule difference in someone's life.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. When I read your book, um, it was very moving. And of course I got teary eyed again, (laughs) (laughs) just, just very, very touching. You have, you know, I only mentioned one theme of yours, um, intuition, but you have so many themes just within your chapter alone that I, I think will resonate with a lot of people.
1: Good. I'm glad to hear that. That was, that was really my intention when I sat down to write the book is I had a, a few different ideas about the direction I was going to go. But what I truly wanted to do was make the most amount of impact by really telling my story and allowing myself to be vulnerable yeah. In doing so to allow others to be vulnerable as well. Um, A lot of the things that I talked about, not everyone actually in my life, you know, of course, those closest to me know a lot of more of the details um, into my life. But, um, you know, my greater circle, outside circle of friends um, and colleagues and business associates, you know, of course, not everyone knows every detail about your life. Um, I think that's pretty much true, although with social media, right, people know a little bit more, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. But, But I really, you know, kind of going back to what you're saying about the different themes in the book, is that was really my intention was I wanted to really have this almost like a puzzle where you're piecing together these different parts to complete the full picture. And when I sat down to write this chapter, I started to notice that there was this really interwoven Um, thematic, you know, landscape of what was my story and what was to come to be of my story. And there did seem to be be throughout my life, um, several common themes, and one of which you've spoken of, which, you know, really is your intuition and, and, you know, my chapter being just knowing, you know, following that, but then, you know, piggybacking off of that, how that relates to other areas of life. So, you know, your personal well-being and your relationships and your your health and your, um, you know, your struggles and overcoming adversity. So I think it ties into so many aspects of life. And I truly hope that it will touch other, other people in the way that they don't have to have gone through what I've gone through. I mean, right. I think that's true for myself as, you know, just as a reader of, of and a fan of books is I may not relate exactly to what another author has gone through, but hopefully there will be. I like to use the term kind of golden nuggets. There's there are some yeah. golden nuggets that I can extract, and that's my intention with this book. And I think all of the authors, my co-authors in this book, is you know we wrote this to really, um, you know, to really have that positive impact on society as a whole.
0: Well, one thing I noticed, you know, I was expecting our stories to be really similar, and. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. What was really cool, though, is that although we have certain uh, outcomes and lessons that we learned, we both had completely different experiences and situations that we learned that through, and which makes total sense. But I love when I can see that illustrated, and um, I, you know, I, I of course took took notes down as I was reading your chapter. And I, I before I say anything, I'm just curious, what themes stand out for you in your chapter? Like, what themes do you see in your chapter?
1: So, for me, there was this, um, there was really this pattern as I went through writing the chapter and then, of course, going back and editing it and, and rewording, and rephrasing, and, uh, you know, just kind of redirecting myself in, in multiple revisions. Mm-hmm. I found this theme of intuition, of just circumstances in life where I felt a connection to myself. And I felt as if. I'm on the right path. And you hear this a lot of times with people where they say um, they'll, they'll meet someone, for example, and they'll say, wow, I just, I, I feel like I've known you my whole life. You know, it could be a romantic relationship or could, or it could be a friendship. Um, whatever the case, you feel as though you're just on the right path. And so for me, that seems to be a theme that is really, if you go throughout my whole chapter, I think that's a theme that really, um, Th- takes its way throughout the entire chapter is that theme of, of just kind of knowing and following your intuition.
0: Yeah. Well, um, l- let's see. Would you mind sharing with the audience a little bit more uh, about your chapter, maybe summarizing your chapter? Oh, absolutely.
1: So my chapter really explores my relationship, uh, a big portion of it, with my grandmother. So my grandmother was a huge influence um, on my life in the sense that I speak of the fact that she and I just had this inner connection, almost like this, this soul connection. And of course, as a grandparent, um, a grandparent is always going to have adoration for um, for his or her grandchildren. So whether you're a grandfather or grandmother, I'm, I'm sure that that's always goes along with the territory. But my grandmother and I had this really special bond. And at a really young age, I just always recalled enjoying spending time with her. And so my chapter starts out talking um, a bit about that relationship and then connecting that to my love for California, which may sound strange, but all my friends will laugh when they hear this right now, because I know a lot of them are listening to the show <laughs> right now. Hi, um, <laughs> and, yes, they all, and trust me, my family as well. And they know, I mean, I have a serious love affair with California, and I've lived in many states, so it's uh, not something that I, I mean, but it's, again, as silly as that may sound, um, it is something where I just here's what I say when I say a connection. Uh, let me, let me give a, a, a more, um, detailed explanation is what it is for me is it's a sense of peace. So the relationship I had with my grandmother, the relationship, if you want to call it the, you know, um, fond feelings that I have for living in Southern California is just the sense of peace that I feel. And, again, not everyone would feel that way. I mean, I have, I have tons of friends on the East coast, Midwest, I mean, throughout the U S and, you know, internationally. And I think it's that, that feeling of being home though. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I grew up on the East coast and I've been in California though for probably about 19 years. But again, it's that, it's that feeling of connection. It's that feeling of feeling at peace and, So from there, I really explore into parts of my life where, um, you know, the last several years I went through a lot of health issues started with, um, having a miscarriage, which was a very traumatic event for me and, uh, an event that I call it an event because for me it was, it was a life altering experience and an event for me and, In speaking to a lot of women that I know who have gone through losing a baby, you know, some people in the medical field may call it different things to me. I call it losing a baby. I was almost three months pregnant. So to me, I was pretty far along. And it brought about a lot of health issues. So I talk about, you know, the health issues. I don't go into extreme details about everything because that would have been an entire book, which could be something again later that I yeah. might explore. But I think the important part for listeners and for readers of our books to um, to hone in on is the theme of we all have the answers within, and it's a matter of us tapping into those answers. And really being your own advocate. So I think those would be, you know, some of the bigger areas that my chapter focuses on intuition, being your own advocate and finding your home, finding your peace, wherever that is.
0: Absolutely. Well, one of the things I also noticed in your chapters, I really got a sense of, um, there's a theme of a mind body connection that you, mm. you talk oh. about. Uh-huh. And I really got that as you talked about the story with your grandmother and when she was ill and do you mind if I share just a little bit about, Oh, please do. I would love, I would love that. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm looking for the quote. The, um, <laughs> I had kept so many that, um, okay. So your grandmother, so for, I'm summarizing for those that are listening. Um, Michelle's grandmother had a stroke and she was in the hospital and Michelle sat with her by her side and she wrote in her book, with all of that love, the doctors were amazed by her transformation. Her primary care doctor told me, you brought your grandmother back to life. And it, it, re- it really just got the sense that your love for your grandmother helped rejuvenate her and helped bring her back up to a state of physical wellness.
1: Uh, it's, it's so touchy. When, I, you know, when you hear someone else read something that you've written, um, <laughs> it, you know, it takes on a new meaning of life, I, I find. Um, so that experience was, you know, throughout the years, my grandmother actually had a, had a lot of health issues, but you would never know it. She was such a vivacious, caring, sweet. I can't, there aren't enough words to describe how much adoration I had for her. But during that time, that particular excerpt that you're reading, um, you know, it was amazing to hear a doctor speak those words and you know, there, I mean, there are so many phenomenal doctors out there in the world, of course. And this doctor had been with my grandmother for many, many years. And he had just, you know, said to me that, um, you know, that science can only go so far and then you're left really with that human connection. And she and I shared that really, Amazing love between you know a grandmother and her granddaughter, and I think you know that really brought brought her spark back having me there, and um, it was it was a gift for me, and it, you know it's something that that I hope people can relate to. Maybe if yeah. it's not with a grandparent, I think I think we all have, or hopefully we all have that person or people in our life who we can say you know, there's that connection. And like you said, it's, it's really kind of that, you know, mind, body, soul type of connection. And I think, I think that's such a huge aspect of, of
0: living. Well, and that, and that was really just at the beginning, because to me, there are two other, there are two other like, you know, sub stories that you share in your chapter as well, that also reflected this mind, body, emotional connection. I mean, when I think of mind, I, to me, it's, it's the heart as well, which is, well, that's a whole other conversation, but anyway, so <laughs> so, so mind, emotional, body connection, and um, I mean, you talk about you talk about you had a brain injury, and then you also referenced your miscarriage, and and what that was was like. Would you like to elaborate on those? And
1: sure. So uh, many years ago, I had a concussion, which actually led me to go back to graduate school for psychology because I became so fascinated with the brain and. At that time, the doctors I I saw many doctors, neurologists and um, and general practitioners, and no one could figure out why I wasn't recovering at at a faster rate. And what I learned to discover was that a brain injury, you know, isn't just like breaking your arm. For example, you're not going to just put it in a cast and then um, come back and and your arms, you know, working just. Fabulously, it takes a quite a bit more time because of the intricacies, obviously, of the brain. And so, because of that, it it made me, it made me just, um, you know, understand a bit more about myself. I would say, if I were going to kind of summarize what I learned from that, it it helped me to become a lot more introspective, and um, and had me. I think it really led me on this path of self development and self exploration. I started uh, becoming becoming really fascinated with, you know, a lot of self help gurus and started reading a lot of authors like um, Gary Zukav and Deepak Chopra and Marian Williamson, uh, Debbie Ford, and I started to resonate with what they were saying. And so, in a way you know, it's kind of interesting in a way it was a gift that 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 happened to me. And at the time you wouldn't think something like that, like, wow, you had a concussion. I was actually out of work for six months. I mean, it was at the time it was, I would never have described it that way, but it was, that was probably about 17 years ago now. And so looking back, we often can look back on life and say, wow, this is how, um, I see that situation now when you're going through it though, that's a little more challenging, but Right. Now I can say that. Um, I can honestly wholeheartedly say that. And And so your other question then with the miscarriage, again, another life altering event, another situation in life. And that was that was really heartbreaking. And that one's a little mm-hmm. bit fresher to me because of the fact that that only happened a few years ago. And right. so that one, um, that situation, I should say, really pulled at my heartstrings. And I think, I think as, you know, I talk a lot in my chapter about being a woman and going through losing a pregnancy for me, at least felt like, wow, this is my, you know, as a woman, this wasn't just like my only role. I've I've been a very driven career person. And, um, I've had that part of my my life of course. I don't just think just being a mom would be my only role, but it was certainly a role that I wanted and because of my age from a natural standpoint, you know, that you know my time's kind of up in that regard. So that's why I think it was sort of a double whammy for me, the the miscarriage and it just made me realize about how traumatic of a loss losing a baby that you don't know, right? Like you, yeah. so I, when I first went to the doctor, you know, I saw the ultrasound, I saw the heartbeat the first time. And then when I went back for the follow-up, um, you know, and I think I actually say the, I know I say these words in the chapter is I basically say, um, you know, there is no heartbeat. And those were mm-hmm. the words that my OBGYN said to me, um, and it was, it was very impactful for me to the point where, imagine. yeah, you know, to the point where there are some events in life where you still, I mean, even in this moment talking about it, I can still visualize exactly where I was exactly looking on because this doctor had actually blown up the ultrasound. It was on like a huge big screen TV, oh, wow. which I had never, you know, on all of my doctor's appointments, I had never seen that before. So that was already it would have been amazing had the baby you know um been alive still but that was even more i think detrimental to me because of oh, you man. know seeing it in such a large format oh um, sure well michelle and,
0: yeah we, uh, we're gonna go to a break but when we come back i would um like to talk more about this i have a few things to say and um would love if you would share more of your experience because i know a lot of women have had have gone through that and um I think that's that's just one of many very powerful elements of your story. So does that sound okay if we go to a break? That and- sounds great. Yes, let's take a break and I'll be here. Okay, awesome. So everyone listening, stay tuned. We're going to go to a quick break. You can check out the book Positive Minded People with Michelle Paquette's story on Amazon. Get the 99 cent Kindle version and um, stay right there because we'll be right back. No matter how your life looks today, your possibilities are endless. You deserve all the joy, peace, and excitement in life that you desire. Life doesn't come with a manual, and that's why personal coaching is so awesome. Moving forward is easier, creating a new reality for yourself, healing your mind and body. It's all possible. Visit KimOnealCoaching.com today to learn more and schedule your free consultation. What books are you reading? Are you ready for a must-read? Winner of the inspirational Book of the Year Award and international bestsellers, Dare to Dream, This Life Counts by Debbie Dashinger, as well as the acclaimed Wisdom to Success, The Surefire
1: Secrets to Accomplish All Your Dreams. Buy the books from Amazon today. U.S. Book Review and Writer's Digest said these are critics' picks by Debbie Dashinger, Dare to Dream, and Wisdom to Success. Contain gems to live your life by.
0: Sometimes we wish we could practically do nothing and still feel better. Guess what? You kinda can. When you schedule a Reiki or guided meditation session, you can just be and receive and allow the energy to shift. There's relief. These energy sessions can be done alone or combined with a coaching session. Find out more at kimonealcoaching.com and click on the Energy Work tab. Do you have a published book that never reached its bestseller potential? Are you working on a book or ebook you hope to publish soon? Do you have a book locked inside waiting to release your message to the world? Go to mybestsellerbook.com. My Bestseller Book will launch your book to a guaranteed bestseller status. Learn more at mybestsellerbook.com. And we are back and I am Kim O'Neill with the Every Day is a New Day show here and I've got I've got Michelle Paquette who is one of the nine co-authors of the book Positive Minded People Inspiring Stories of Overcoming Adversity for Living a More Positive Life and she's going so deep sharing with us um, just a few of the many very powerful, touching themes in her chapter, and I just refreshed our Amazon page just to see where we're at. Looks like we're still oh, at. Nice. <laughs> you know, know. Looks like we're we're still at number fourteen, which is fantastic. But all those listening, um, you know what? Go there right now. You can get it for ninety nine cents on Amazon Kindle, and um, and yeah, we are we're we're aiming for number one. So anyway, so let's get back to to hearing from Michelle and uh, about her. You know she was just talking to us about her experience of miscarriage. And she'd also talked about having a brain injury. And, and I was mentioning that, you know, to me, I, you know, I think we, whenever we read things, we can all have different interpretations of things. So, you know, for me, I really saw this theme of mind, body, heart connection through, through your chapter. And, um, I, you know, I guess I, I want to say something and I just want to say it, uh, to Michelle, as um, I'm hesitating because I've just, I'm a, I even just told her during the break, but I just want to say it again. Um, Michelle, I just want to apologize to you for any person that you may have shared your story of having a miscarriage with who didn't quite get it and who maybe wasn't able to find the right words. Um, you know, I just want to apologize on their behalf and on my behalf because you know, I, and this is, I feel honestly, even embarrassed to acknowledge this, but I I think it's important to acknowledge because what I noticed when I read your chapter, it was actually, you gave the best description of what experiencing a miscarriage could feel like for, you know, for a person who I've never been pregnant and I have thought I was pregnant before, but never actually had that experience. And, um, you know, as, as, as much as I care about people and want to help people and support them and love them and all of that. I just, I know that I actually have not had always the best response when someone has shared that with me and I feel guilty about that. And, and reading your chapter, you just, you just, I think you explained it. I just, I don't know, finally hit home for me. And so I, I just want to, you know, just say, I, I apologize and I'm sorry. And, um, I, I, you know, thank you for sharing what you did in your chapter. Oh, well, you know, thank you so much. And
1: I really, I mean, that's extremely heartfelt. I really take that in and, and appreciate your words. I i wrote this a big, I mean, the whole chapter, of course, isn't about just um, having a miscarriage. But the reason I really dug deep to share that experience was just for this reason, because I think there, there are no words sometimes. And I, I want to open, um, you know, I kind of want to open the, the doors to this, to explore this for women to have a platform to be able to talk about, um, you know, a miscarriage, a loss of a child and to give them permission to do that. And so that was my intention in sharing my experience to hopefully allow other women to share theirs.
0: Yeah, well, I, I definitely think I see that, you know, the pathway opening up for, for all those who have experienced something similar, um, looking for additional healing and, and you know, comfort um, in hearing your experience. I, I would like to to quote, um, do you mind if I quote some more of your chapter? Oh, no, go go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, there's so much, there's so much, I'm getting, you know, I want to go back to, because you really talk about the the body a lot. And so there's this one section where you write your body is the pathway to your soul. And when it is damaged, hurt, or stressed, it will react similarly, similarly to how your car will react. When the check engine light pops up, your body needs a tune up and you need to listen to its maintenance request. When your body sends a message, it is like a red alert. That something is wrong. It is time to stand up and be aware. This is the pattern. Well, I'm sorry. This pattern is the universe's way of grabbing your soul and shaking it up a tad to get its attention.
1: I I completely agree with that. Well, I wrote that. I guess right. <laughs> let, let's bad. hope I agree. Let's hope I agree with that. Well, I completely. <laughs> let me let me let me elaborate. Right. Let me elaborate upon <laughs> that. I completely agree that our body um, does have the capacity to alert us. Um, What I think happens though, is most of us are so conditioned to keep going. So it's ingrained in us to, Mm -hmm. you know, show up to work. You have a flu, you have 102 temperature, you have a cold, you're sick, you know, you're, you have a horrible migraine. Um, You're, you know, exhausted, you know, keep fighting through it. So, What I believe, though, is that these are signs from your body saying to you, hey, it's time to slow down. It's time, you know, that check engine light is that red alert telling you, hey, listen up. It's time for you to pay attention and it's time for you to honor yourself and your body where you are at. And to me, that really encapsulates the whole soul's journey and purpose. And we have that, you know, soul component in each one of us and the body is simply our vessel of, you know, existing, you know, from a human, human being standpoint, but there's really that all knowing spirit, I believe in each of us. And that's the part of us that we need to tune into.
0: You talk about in your chapter about how all these experiences that you had really were miraculous. These are your words, miraculous opportunities to further go within.
1: And for me they really were um every opportunity that i had was another chance for me to stop regroup and go within and to ask myself what do i need what do i need in my journey to move forward in life
0: yeah if you could wave uh, if you could I usually say this kind of question for the end, but I'll, I'll just ask it now. If you could wave a magic wand and change anything you want today about your journey or about people who are experiencing similar things as to what you experienced in your chapter, um, what would you change? Does that question even make sense? That's gr- well that's a really great question.
1: I love it because it's very deep and thought-provoking, which I I love to go deep as you know from reading okay. my words. I love to, you know, go deep within. So are you asking um if I could so let me just rephrase just to make sure I'm answering it correctly because okay. <laughs> so if I could let me just see here. So if I could wave a magic wand, what would be something I would to change the perception of others? Is that what you're asking? Right? You know what? You know what? <laughs> <You're so funny. laughs>
0: because I'll tell you let, let me let me rephrase. Let me actually re- rephrase and thank you for being so kind because that was not the best question. So let me ask you in a different way that I think will make a lot more sense. If you okay. could, <laughs> if if you could go back and give your younger self some insight or some inspiration or some hope, what would you tell her today? Oh, okay. So I had two different answers, but I mean,
1: I had an answer for the other question, but I, okay. but I think, you know, honestly, it'll be the same answer. And my answer would be compassion to oh. have compassion that I didn't have all the answers when I was young. I was such a driven, I mean, I'm still a driven person. Um, but compassion, I think is something that I would want to instill in the younger version of me to, to, to just be more Mm. compassionate and
0: nurturing and loving toward myself and not so hard on myself. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, you, you talked about perfectionism and, and at some point realizing to let go of some of that.
1: Yes. Yes. I think, you know, I, I often attribute it to being I'm the oldest. I have a younger brother. And if you look at patterns, um, of course I studied this, you know, when I was in grad school, but if you take a look at patterns, often the eldest child does have more of that perfectionistic, uh, quality. But I also think being a writer, I notice I'm very perfectionistic in that as well is, I mean, I'll do several different drafts of something. I'll, I'll write something very quickly, but then I'll need to edit it several times so as I've gotten older, I've realized I don't, I don't need to be as perfectionistic that, you know, it, it's okay um, to just, you know, it's okay to be authentic. And I think yeah. that's a part of it that's really sh- um, been able to come through for me is, you know, nothing has to, there
0: is no such thing as perfect. Right. It's, it's all a work in progress. Completely. I think that, Yeah, that's been a big part of of me understanding that too, is learning how to surrender and accept and know that what seems imperfect is actually perfect. Right, Uh, I know. Well, And I love what you just said
1: though, surrender, because I think surrendering is such, you know, yeah. Oh, it's such a gift. And it's, you know, in a way it's such a kind thing to do for, for yourself is just yeah. to let go. Letting go is, you know, my favorite thing. Uh, my expression in the past several years is just letting go, let it go. I and love that,
0: it. yeah, that ties in. I think a lot with surrendering. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people are are tired of, uh, what is it, the movie Frozen and that song, Let It Go, but it's actually one of my favorite songs. (laughs) That's right. That's right. I know. That's such a cute song. I know. That movie's cute. So, okay. So let me ask you, um, your title, your chapter is titled Just Knowing. Talk to us a little bit more about how that that knowing, um, you know, is, 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 is part of all these experiences that you had. Why, why did you want to title your chapter just knowing?
1: Well, initially I entitled it, I just knew. And then what I realized was that there was a common pattern of just knowing. And I would say to myself, you know, I just knew, I just knew that wasn't going to work out or, um, you know, I just knew that I had that, you know this connection with i just knew that i was excited to see my grandmother let's say or i just knew when i was experiencing health issues i just knew mm. that something was wrong but what i realized you know the on a grander level it was really this idea of intuition and just knowing is i believe we all know within ourselves you know you could say it's right or wrong but to me what it is is a deeper level of a gut feeling an intuitive sense of you just know, and it could come down to something as simple as going on a job interview. And you just have a feeling that this isn't the right place for you to be, or mm. maybe this isn't the you know, right position for you to be in at this time. Or you could have an opportunity to go, say, on a trip and travel and something just comes over you and you just feel like, you know, I shouldn't leave my house right now. There's, you know, there's some reason for me not to travel. I'm supposed to be here at this time. And so I think that little voice is always there. And yeah. for me, the the title Just Knowing really, um, really kind of takes all of that and groups it into Um, what I've experienced in my life is just knowing what's right for me and that each one of you, you know, out there listening right now or reading this book who will read this book that you also just know what is right for you.
0: Has it always been easy for you to, to just know?
1: Great question. I believe that I've always had the intuition, but I haven't always listened to it. So that's why I think, as I've you know gotten older and more um, experienced in life, and more um, more in touch with myself, when I look back in the times when I didn't listen to that just knowing voice, mm-hmm. um, I definitely went off course. And mm-hmm. um, so it hasn't always been easy to answer your question. It hasn't always been easy because I've, I've definitely you know I have a very strong, opinionated, analytical brain that will tell me different things than I believe the soul part of me wants for me to do. Um, and so I've, I've worked really hard in the last several years to tap into my own self instead of asking other, you know, I, I mean, I definitely value this, my support system in my life, but I used to rely a lot on, on friends and family members. And I'd say, well, what do you think I should do here? um, and what I've come to see is that I have all the answers within. It's yeah. a matter of me trusting myself and believing in myself and knowing what's right. And I think, you know, I think we all, I think, if you, I think all of us, you know, will say that, you know, we can all relate to that, I would think.
0: Absolutely. So, so then what's helped you to be able to trust that and know that what you're hearing is, is important for you to listen to? Like what, what tips can you share with our listeners today? Well, for me, it's been really
1: trial and error. So when I haven't listened, what's happened, the results have often been catastrophic. So for me, the, some of the tips I would give to listeners would be really take some time to make a decision. What I've done um, for myself is if someone asks me, even if they say, hey, you know, do you want to do something Friday night? Even if girlfriends say that, I could be exhausted on Wednesday and maybe I don't know how I'm feeling And sometimes something as simple as that, I'll say, you know, let me think about it and I'll get back to you tomorrow. So what I've tried doing through trial and error is doing this whole 24 hour experiment where I give myself 24 hours before I make a decision, whether it's going on a trip, you know, going out for, you know, a girl's night out, um, taking a new job, taking a new contract position, whatever it is, um, or health wise, I, I went through this a lot with listening to doctors and, or having their suggestions about going in for surgery or doing this procedure. And I've always given myself 24 hours to kind of decompress, sleep on it, and then revisit it the next day. That's a fantastic one. Absolutely. To take your time and not, not feel rushed. Exactly. And I think the second tip would be give yourself permission to have downtime. Oftentimes we need to replenish and rejuvenate and refresh. And so whether it is, you know, taking a hot bath or um, you know, enjoying a glass of wine, watching, you know, watching a, a comedy on Net I love Netflix, watching a comedy on Netflix or a new series, or just going to bed a little bit earlier, those are all really important things for self care. And I
0: think self care yeah. is a huge part of, of it all. Yeah absolutely absolutely well um i have a little announcement to make uh in the middle here i have just been notified from our publisher which are publishing that that the book is now at number 10 oh my gosh yay that's so exciting (laughs) wow in real time it's at number 10 that's amazing i know okay so um Oh, that's fantastic. Well, thank you to Calvin for sharing that with us. And I hope my... Yay, um, Calvin. Thank (laughs) you. I hope my noisemakers are actually not too distracting. Um, They're the best thing I could find. Um, I love them.
1: <laughs> it makes well, you feel like it's like New Year's. You know, yeah. we're celebrating. We're bring, Hey, we're, we're bringing
0: in the new year with a new book. <laughs> right? Totally. I, and I actually, I dug through everything I had. I'm like, don't I have something I can put on my head? I have this um, cheesy little like. I saw that. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> this bright blue pixie. Kind yeah. Of up. Okay. Well, okay. So let's see. We have uh, maybe nine minutes or so. And I, I want to do just a few more things. Michelle, in a nutshell, you know, here we are talking about all these, you know, experiences in life that are so challenging and they're painful and they're frustrating and, you know, they don't seem like the most positive thing that you could ever go through. So what is your take on, you know, being a positive minded person and, you know, in a book that's called Positive Minded People? How do how do you connect the dots? Well, what I
1: would say about that is that, yes, you know, we've talked about some really deep, serious, you know, uh, events and life altering events. But what what has happened for me, it's been how I've been able to persevere in come through those events. And mm-hmm. to me, being positive is you may not wake up every day and be in a great mood, but you can always wake up and have something to be grateful for and have an attitude of gratitude. And I talk a lot about that, um, you know, when I do motivational speeches and just, you know, in my inner circle support system is, you know, get up every day, come up with a list of a couple things that you're grateful for. You can always find something and choose to focus more on what's working in your life instead of what is not working. And what you'll find is that more positivity begets more positivity. And that's how uh, you keep going
0: on the top. Yes. Oh, that is so good. Yes. And it's it's so true. That is how energy works. And so when we take time to be deliberate and focus on the positive, we actually generate more and receive more. So fantastic. Um, Absolutely, and you think about it from,
1: you know, a brainwave standpoint. The, the days when you're having a bad day and you're feeling gloomy and it seems like everything goes wrong, you get a flat tire and you're running late for work. But on the, on the days when you wake up and it's a beautiful sunny day and you know everything just flows effortlessly, you feel like what a great day. So more yeah. positivity.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, so Michelle, I'm going to do one of these um, things. I don't know if you've seen me do this before, but but I just, it's fun for me. And so I'm going to do it here. I have a deck of cards and I'd like to pull out a random card for a message for, for our listeners today. Would you, would you join me in that? Absolutely. I love that idea. (laughs) Okay. So you were talking earlier about self-care and the importance of self-care. So I have here with me Cheryl Richardson's self-care cards, and I'm going to uh, shuffle this a little bit. And tell me when to stop and I will pull the card on top as as a, our inspirational message for listeners. Okay. Stop. Okay. Oh, I love this. Uh, and another one popped out. So we kind of have two going on here. So the first one that uh, was on top, it's called support. Mm. And the back of the card says, offer your support to someone. Experience the joy of serving others. You know what? That is... I think that to me is, yeah, go ahead. What's your take on this? Well,
1: that to me is amazing. I mean, it ties right into what we're talking about being, you know, being supportive of others, being compassionate, as I mentioned before, and then also finding your support system. I talk a lot about that in the book and uh, just, you know, just us here today, women supporting women, you know, I think that's important.
0: Well, um, I completely second all of that. And the second card that just popped out and every time a card pops out, you know, it wants to be seen as well. That's so, exactly right. Right. So, um, get this, the card that popped out is actually titled gratitude. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that ties in beautifully. Doesn't it? It does. And the back of it says, say, thank you, experience the joy of acknowledging others. I, this couldn't be more perfect. That is perfect. Serendipitous. Very, very serendipitous. So we are coming down to the very end of the show. Michelle, let me ask you so you know, the name of this show is called every day is a new day and how, you know, what does that mean for you that every day is a new day? For me, what it means is that every day is a clean
1: slate to start again. And if something didn't work for you today, get up tomorrow with the, with a the new set of eyes and a new set of experiences that are on the path of life and give yourself the opportunity to experience what life has for you. Just because something didn't work today doesn't mean that you won't have a new perspective on it tomorrow. So open yourself up to receiving and I guarantee you that you'll have a new take on life.
0: Excellent. Yes, I completely agree. Well, you know what? I, you know, we're wrapping up the show now and I would like to say hello and thank you to all of our listeners tonight. I see we've got Calvin, Jeremy, Susan, um, of course, Michelle's friends and family looks like we might have Neil and Jason with us as well. Those are just the ones that I can see from Facebook. So if you'd like to, you know, if you enjoyed today's show, then I encourage you to go to, uh, you can go to a few different places. You can go to my website, Kim O'Neill and O'Neill is O N E I L L. Kim click on the radio tab and you'll see, see future shows I got going on. Go to the BBSRadio.com page for every day is a new day. You'll find the same information there. And of course also on Facebook and Michelle, what is the best way for people to contact you? If they'd like to get in touch with you and, and find out more about what you're doing and read all your future books co- to come as well.
1: Sure. So they can either, you know, contact me and follow me on the Amazon author central page which I'm now on through the book, Yes. Uh, also Paquette PR on Instagram or on my Facebook page, Michelle Paquette. I'm also on LinkedIn as well. So would love to connect with anyone personally, professionally, any questions or how I can help them, you know, lead a more positive
0: life. Absolutely. And just as a reminder for all those who may have tuned in a little later in the show, we are... I was talking here today with one of the co-authors of the new book, Positive Minded People, inspiring stories of overcoming adversity for living a more positive life. And it's on sale for 99 cents on Amazon Kindle right now, right now, right now, right now. Um, that is November 8th, 2017 <laughs> until tomorrow the ninth. And then afterwards it will um, be the paperback actually goes on sale. So I strongly encourage you to get one of these. If you are going through a challenging time in life or maybe you know someone who is or maybe you work with people who are maybe you are a therapist or a coach or maybe you're just a really loving friend and you want to you know as a as a gesture to say I care about you this book has so many diverse stories from Michelle Paquette from me from so many other authors we've got Calvin, Jeremy, Noah, uh, Benny Mayberry you know so many of us and um I have no doubt that, uh, in fact, let me rephrase that. I have full faith. I have full faith, focusing on the positive. I have full faith this book is actually going to be a huge source of support for a lot of people going through challenging times right now. So, again, positive-minded people, check it out online today. And with that said, I, you know, Michelle, thank you so much for being on today's show. It was great to have you.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so grateful. It was amazing. I mean, it went by so fast, and I just thank you
0: for the opportunity, Kim. You're so welcome. I just had a great time with this. There are more shows, shows to come with more positive-minded people, authors. Some of them, in fact, the very next one, which is gonna be November 15th, is gonna be with Drew Benson live on Facebook. So I encourage you, uh, go to you can go to Facebook or go to my website and you'll find the link for that uh, Facebook page. But again, it's Kim O'Neill Coaching. And you'll, you can see Drew and I go live with our interview. And of course, just more to come in uh, the next month and a half or so. So thank you so much for being here. And I hope that you will will know how valuable that you are. Your story, your journey, it all serves a purpose. And there's there's always something to be gained, even when it feels like crap, when it feels like you're in the muck of whatever you're going through, there's, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. So thank you to you for listening and being here. Share this show with those people who you think may enjoy it and benefit from it. And until next time, remember that every day is a new day. We always have a choice to turn around where our thoughts are, where our emotions are even, which yields what comes next in our life. So stay positive and know that every day is a new day. Have a fantastic evening.